The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. It is victory, and I mean a big victory Tuesday for us here on Hanging with the Boys. I'm Kurt Daniels, sitting in the big boy chair for our man Jesse Holly. Who is off and making improvements to the world or to the trailer park. We're not real sure which. Yes. But once again, we are joined by our main man, Nate Newton. Who what is, up in this box? What up in this box? Uh, we may not, we may not get a word in. Yes. But yes. filling in. <laughs> And great to have him back on the show. Yes, our own Heckma Harrison, man. Man, yeah. you know what? This is this. I love hanging with the boys. First of yeah. all, let me just say yeah. that. You know, every time I'm on, man, y'all treat me so good, man. Yeah, y'all treat me so well, we are nice. So, so glad y'all to hear treat you. me so right, Big Nate. Yeah. Come on, Nate. I'm gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let you do it. I'm just here. I'm gonna fly on the wall. Hanging with the boys got a new meaning today, Kurt. All right. Heck, Maharis, hanging with the boys got a new meaning. It's you hanging. You hanging. The Cowboys hung big. Yeah. The Cowboys hung big yesterday. I love it. Yes, sir. All right. They went one series, and we like, oh. They went. Yeah. We went two series, and we said, oh. We got up a sack. Yeah. We said, oh. And then, but you know what? And then, Dak <laughs> got laser focused. Mm. He had one completion, then two completions. Then I say, "Look at here, is my rookie Dak back?" And Chuckle rattled out. He ran off. He ran off. Look at him, man. He ran off. You're right. You're right. Because I'm, 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 I'm talking about for this, because you were kept talking about this team plays up or down. You don't know what you're going to get. And we were, I admit, I was worried. I didn't know if they could flip the switch. What did, how did you know this was going to happen? No, no, this is what made me confident because I was worried too. We always worried as, I'm a homer, I'm a homer. But when they didn't score, we didn't score, they didn't score, we didn't, okay, I said, our defense, even though Bohannon, even though Gallimore, I'm like, wow. Even though Nation, I'm like, what are we doing here? But the coaches had a bigger plan. They did. Even with the left tackle, they had a bigger plan. And I'm saying to myself, what are we on to? And then when Dak went to clicking, and when he started moving around in the pocket and making connections, when he took off and ran a few times. You've been you've been you've personally been asking for Dak to do yeah. exactly that. <laughs> yeah. You were asking for that back in the Saints game last year, I believe. Dak, you, you, Thank hey, you. if it's there for you <laughs> to take, go ahead and take it. Big Nate, you've been hey, you've been pounding the table about that. I'm sorry I interrupted you and y'all just, no, no, I no. just wanted to you, say that, man. This is a secret homer. He, <laughs> I ain't no secret. Hell no. Everybody know. <laughs> I'm you uniform, man. What you talking <laughs> about, Nate? Don't don't ain't no secret over <laughs> Hey, Chris, we gotta get him on the show, you know, cuss. Let me tell y'all something, man. <laughs> it made me feel so good. I didn't know it had been 30 years. Yeah, My man. I was two yeah. or three years old. Yes. Maybe four mm-hmm. years old. When we what I was in NFC Championship. Yes. 30 years. 30 man. years ago, Nate. And and Michael Irvin said something on first take when Skip Bailey, I mean not Skip, excuse me. Wrong Steve names. I, sorry. 
Stephen A. Sorry, Stephen A. <laughs> when he came on uh, acting like he was uh, one of the rousers, I'm like, woo, yeah. what's that, Ric Flair? Yeah, exactly. Dog on the side. Told Dak, daddy. Told, <laughs> told, to, told his daddy. Told his daddy. Sorry, sir, you don't play. Told Zeke, sorry, Zeke, daddy, you don't play. <laughs> you know, and, and who you got there, your uncle? You can't play either. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, he, he, look at him. Y'all, I don't know if this going how far this victory gonna throw us out there, and, you know. Yeah. But I do know this right here: this is the Cowboys that we all been waiting to yeah, see for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, the, the kicker didn't do what he did, but you know what? Let me let me tell you how I feel about that right now. I, he he doesn't matter to me. He made the last kick. Mm-hmm. So he's he's had success. All it takes is, like, it took one kick a game before to get him off track. It'll take one get kick to get him on track. Now, I still think you 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 talk to him, you check his minerals and his dentals <laughs> and make sure he's okay. But I don't care about that. What I care about, and, I, and I'm going to turn the flow over to you guys, is the offensive line. Played well. Vita Vita got us early. Big Vita got us early. Right. My my center struggled all game, but this is the guy that I know will fight. Yeah. I tell people all the time, Heckman, you take an offensive lineman that is above average, that is willing to do the film work, is willing to work with his other offensive lineman, you can you can forge something special. Iron sharpens iron, and when you get repetitions together, this is what you get. This is what you get. Five guys, yes, their defensive line was more athletic, better than us, but we played together longer and it helped us. Hmm. Their injuries showed up on them. And I'm calling it how it is. You you did not play enough offensive line for Tampa Bay together to stop what we had. And we – and I don't know if it was a game plan thing or whether people was injured or coaches was fed up with you not doing your job, Gallimore, Bohannon. And I don't know what's up with Nation right because I thought he was good to go. So by this, by the coaches doing what they did and the players performing how they performed, I, I, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I, I'm giving us a real chance. Against these 49ers. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. That's Heck, just how I feel. Let me get some of it, Nate. Get some of it. <laughs> Heck, get, get some of it. Nate. Yes. Come on, Nate. Yeah, man. get you some. Listen, I ain't going to interrupt you. Let me, let me just say this, Kurt. Now, you picked them, right? I picked the Cowboys. Yeah, okay, okay. I just want to make sure I'm with good company. You can't even say that in good company. I want to make sure I'm with good company. I fully admit I was worried. I was skeptical, but I did put the, pick the Cowboys. Nate, my whole argument, and Diesel, my whole argument has been from the beginning that this 12-5 and 5 team is a good team. And where I saw that we were a good team is in the trenches. Uh, we had some problems with the, at the beginning of the season with our left tackle, I'm sure as to be expected with some of those matchups that he had. But he has persevered. He has been the bright spot on this offensive line, and he's not getting a lot of acclaim and people talking about him. But the way that that young man is switching from guard back out to tackle at a whim and still being solid is noteworthy. 
Yesterday, at the beginning of the game, you started to see the chess match starting to fold. It was, it was a defensive stalemate, basically. Right, right. Uh, Todd Bowles, to me, when I kept looking at it, I, I was saying, he is going to live and die with six, seven, eight men in the box. And which was surprising to me, right, right, right. because I felt like he would give Dak more respect than that, back guys off in coverage, but he was willing to live and die in those coverages. To see Dak pick himself up, especially from last week's performance, and just get in rhythm the way that you were just talking about, the way that Keller Moore called this offensive game, game plan, it worked to perfection. For us, the things that you wanted to see Dak do, run the ball, especially in those third and short situations, not throw the ball away, try and get a first down, move it, continuously moving the chains. Those were all of the great things that happened yesterday in this game that I just felt like it was a great team win. But to see Dak throw the ball into tight windows, the, the one throw that he made to uh, Schultz, uh, one he kind of bobbled, oh man, that's a big time throw. <laughs> Yep. That's a big-time throw, and the kind of throws that people have been criticizing Dak Prescott to say that he couldn't make, right, right, right. he came out and he made those throws. I think your running game was steady enough to continue to throw them off, okay? That's all you needed. We didn't abandon it like we had been before. Look, Tampa Bay was tough on the run, and the way that they were loading the box, you were literally running into a brick wall. But the way that, man, Tony Pollard, Ran the ball effectively. Zeke had some carries. Look, <laughs> Zeke had a tough outing yesterday. But his combination with Tony Pollard and this, the, the way that we use this tight end group, man, I, I feel like Nate going into this weekend's game, if the Dallas Cowboys can stay balanced like this on offense, I don't know who can beat us. I don't know who can beat us. And I'm just saying, from, from offensively, as explosive as they were. Now, as far as my hurry is concerned, we're going to have to get in some holy water and a prayer group. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You got to lay hands you on You got to lay hands on it. Because wow. no one has ever missed that many PAs ever. They've been yeah. playing this game for 100 years, Nate. Yeah. But, but, but the, the, I saw what they did yesterday. And, and Isaiah Stanback. That breaks down the games tremendously. And he kept saying, Nate, they keep running into uh, the number of the box saying we should pass. We should." Pass. I say, no, look at how they're doing it. The strength of their defense is Vita Vale, and whichever side Akeem Hicks is sitting on. But what they did is our tight ends showed up to play. So they, they fought. They chicken fought all day. <laughs> and this is – and I've been – Tony Pollard was eating them edges up. And Zeke, they didn't run him straight up the middle, but they put him right outside those guards. That's why his heart, his sledding was heavier. And they and it was with a purpose. And so Tony was still hitting the edges. Even though the box was full, they were still hitting the edges. And Tony can make people miss. And and, and, and the explosion he has uh, is is deceptive because yeah. you don't you think it's just a speed explosion. It's a power explosion too because he can run through tackles. Kellum, I'm gonna tell you something. McCarthy had on his headsets too, and his it, it, <laughs> the, that <laughs> first half. I'm saying his 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 face was in that playbook, so you know he was talking to Kellum like, "Hey, hey, what what yeah. you think next? What what's happening next? But let me help you here. This I'm telling you." 
You know, a lot of people say now, you know, how they like McCarthy. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, Jesse, myself, this, this two years, one year 12, next year 12, not a road playoff win. I'm feeling this, man. Now, I'm not saying no Super Bowl because I don't ride like that. It's one game at a time. Right. But I feel better. And I know that this team we're getting ready to play, the 49ers, are dominant. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. it, it gives you hope now. Sure. Yeah, it All gives right. me hope. All right, let's take our first break. That segment was brought to us by Wingstop. Two homers. Two homers. <laughs> <laughs> Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. In a diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we, get, uh, when we come back, maybe we'll dig a little bit more into Dak's day. And what uh, what brought on this onslaught? So, um, yeah, we'll be right back. Hang with the boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a Here Every Week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. This is how we country. Country Music's Party of the Year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. I am Kurt Daniels filling in for Jesse Holly. He is Nate Newton. Heckman Harrison is joining us today. We are hang- I missed it earlier. We are hanging with the boys. People feel us. They don't know. They're going to do more than feel us today, baby. <laughs> so people feel us in, what is it? People feel us in Braille? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Braille. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I missed the I love- weather, too. Sorry, Chris. 70 degrees outside. 70 We're all, degrees everybody, outside. All, everything's it's good. It's warm. So. 
I apologize. Anyway, get us back on track here. So I think that's cool. Y'all do that. That's what Shannon used to do all the time. Seventy degrees. Hang in. It was the Tostitos Championship Plaza, by the way. Oh, yeah. There you go. Bring that up. Okay. Thank you, Chris. So, so last week in Washington, Dak had arguably one of the worst games of his career. Not arguably. Yes. This this week now he has one of the best games in Cowboys history. Wow. What changed for, for old Dak there? If, I wish we had that interview. It, 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 he put it, to, fellas, I know what he basically said to me. I don't know how everybody else got it. I understand what this means, and it's one and done. And I, I cannot force uh, my wildest dreams on this team anymore. I have to do what is necessary to win games for my teammates. He put his team first. He sacrificed his body and his mind and his spirit for this team, and uh, Dak, I am so I'm so proud of you, my man. I, that, that, you know, and I'm through. Y'all, y'all can y'all can have this, man. No. Y'all can have this. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what, man? I, I love that from you, cause I'm gonna tell you something, Big Nate. You keep it real, and probably about I got ten weeks ago. Yeah, I had called you. Because I just called Nate out the mm-hmm. blue for sure. nothing. Just yeah, what you doing, big fella? I want to talk to you about some ball. And uh, you, when um, Dak first came back against Detroit, mm. and he threw a pass across the middle, crossing route, and it, it fell incomplete. And your words to me said, were. I'm so happy that was an incomplete pass because if he had completed that, then we we'd have to live with him do thinking that he could do that. Yeah, he has to play tight. He has to play within himself. And everybody that sees Dak says the same thing. There are those that feel like, oh, Dak is this super mediocre uh, quarterback. Right. And then those are like me that are high on the spectrum that say, man, we feel like the Dak that we got yesterday is the Dak that he is. That's just how I feel mm-hmm. because he didn't come into the league making a whole bunch of interceptions and turning the ball over. He's always been that type of quarterback to protect the ball. But seeing him yesterday deliberately make the take the steps to not have a turnover, so that's – that's what I wanted to see. And it looked like to me, Kellen Moore came in with a tight game plan yeah, that yeah, said, yeah. look, we were not, we're not going to try and bite off more than we can chew. Not going to be conservative. We'll take our shots when they present themselves. And that's exactly what they did. That's smart mm-hmm. to do that. And I'm sure everybody does that in, in, in the playoffs, right? Because your playbook shrinks, all of these other things, and the margin for error becomes so, so much smaller. But I just believe the balance that they presented yesterday, it made it made it uh, able for us to see the best version of Dak Prescott. Seven for twenty-four rushing. That's the best version of, of Dak Prescott because all of those, some of those, fifty percent of those was to move the chain. Yeah. All right. Yes. And also throw in a score. I believe that's four. Playoff games where he scored, uh, 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 both, yeah, uh, yeah, score yeah. rushing and passing. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, that's that's golden yeah. right there, Big Nate. Yeah, that was a uh, four consecutive was an NFL record, and he's like the sixth one to do it overall. So it's, it's crazy. just amazing. Which I kind of wondered, like you know, the old phrase, "He who hesitates is lost," and and maybe that was part of his struggles leading yes. up to this. Yes. And then in this game, he was just like, "I'm going to trust my instincts. I'm going to go for it." I don't know if that's really what happened, but he was a different player. 35 run plays, uh, 33 tosses, 25 completions. The, the the thing, you know, when I when I see when I when I, I am so uh, fanish, I guess for lack of a better word, fanish. 
Fan, fan-ish. Fan-ish. Okay. Yeah. That whatever I see on Sunday, I'm going to ride it that whole week. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And so you, you can't find a more critical person, especially when I'm talking to my wife, about Dak. But then when we win, you can't find a more positive person, <laughs> you know, about Dak. See, th- this, is, this is what I always believe. Stay closer to who you are. And and when I saw Dak not play, but when I saw what he said afterwards, that's the Dak that I'm accustomed to. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm I'm gonna do what's best for this team. Coach Johnson has always taught me. You know, I didn't. Coach Landry didn't talk as much as Coach Johnson, but Coach Johnson always taught me what is the best for the team. You know, is it moving a runner and advancing a runner to the next plate so your guy can get up there and get this guy home so we can take a one-score lead? So, and that's how I looked at Dak. Dak yesterday, he was just trying to move us down. And then when it come time for him to use his leg, he was to run or to set up something. He got outside the pocket. He found his, he found his, his tight end. I mean, he, he threw into a crowd. But him and his tight end was connected. Right. They saw the same mm-hmm. thing, and he set it up with his legs. Cause you see the safety and the linebacker—that's the corner. I mean, the linebacker underneath moved over. The safety on the top moved over, and he fell right back into that pocket. Yeah. It, that's the that's the Dak that I know, and uh, and, and things may not go well next week. It's it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be bloody. It's gonna be muddy. But Dak is focused now. So now I give us I give us a much greater chance of going into Levi Stadium where they build jeans at and they rough and tough <laughs> and we gonna take these guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Levi Stadium is jeans. Yes, right? it is. That's it ain't course. so far. No, it's where, Levi. Where, where it's all about, you know, uh, these Star Wars yeah. type thing. It ain't yeah. no Star Wars, baby. <laughs> No. Hey, those Star Wars. Were you all at all surprised at the connection him and Schultz had yesterday? Because this is, I mean, a long time Schultz, overdue. Yeah, I mean, Schultz has kind of had a down season statistically wise, and he's, he was hurt a little bit, but they just didn't seem to have the same chemistry. Then yesterday it was boom. They were, they were on the same, they were in sync. And people don't give Dak the benefit of saying that he missed five games due to hand surgery. They don't talk yeah. about that. Yeah. They don't talk about the fact that Schultz had to play with a quarterback that probably wasn't in rhythm with him to begin with because of the amount of reps that he gets. I think Dak and Schultz have a natural synergy between one another. That's why when they tag Schultz, I was like, do you think it's a good idea to <laughs> tag his BFF? He's going to look for that guy if he's right. not going to look for nobody. Right, right, you right. know, um, I think the th- one throw, man, where Dak is, is drifting out of bounds and throws across his body yeah, into the end nice. zone to, to yeah, Schultz. Nice. Man, that was just, that's just amazing chemistry between Dak and Schultz. Sometimes I think, and, and not to give this away, I just feel like sometimes Dak comes into a situation already checked down, ready, to get the ball to Schultz because that's the easiest throw to make. I don't blame him for that, right? As we, we He gets criticized for that quite often, trying to make that impossible throw. But Schultz, to me, is always Johnny on the spot with where he is on the field, whether it be behind the tight end or over the top of a safety. He finds those soft places in the zone to make it comfortable for Dak to throw to him. So when I look at the chart and I see seven for 95, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me because when defenses are willing to take CD away, put a safety over the top, you know, have a linebacker underneath, 
your tight end is going to be your best option, and it's going to be the quickest option, especially when you have seven, eight men in the box, and especially with the kind of pressure that Ty Bowles was trying to generate. The, the, the thing is, uh, we forgot that Schultz was hurt. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he looked healthy yesterday. He looked mm-hmm. springy. I mean, both teams, uh, Tom was hyped because he was getting his guys back, uh, including his center, you know, uh, we were hyped because we were getting our guys back. Right. And, and everybody was on the same page. And I'll say this again and again. When Dak plays like that, good or bad, I can live with it. I'm serious. Good results or bad results, I can live with it. You know, especially when I got Isaiah, the Seahawk, <laughs> stand back, standing there saying, boy, that was, that was a super read. That was mm-hmm. a great read. Yeah. Oh, I feel extra good then. Because, you know, credit don't always come – Quick with Isaiah. So. Not when it comes not, no. not for a quarterback. He don't like quarterbacks <laughs> missing reads. You know what I'm saying? I actually thought one of the more underrated catches or of the day was was the first one. I mean, you you talked about it earlier. First series, yeah. he's 0 for 3, Dex passes, 0 for 3. His next drop back, he gets sacked. His first pass after that was that high one that Gallup went up and caught. When yes. he let go of that, I thought it was in the in the bleachers there. I mean, it, it looked high. And Gallup went up, made a tough catch, got the first down, and then they went down and scored. I mean, I don't know. I, we talked about Dak had to get off to a quick start. He didn't. But yet he was able to overcome that, and maybe the guys around him helped him. In the playoffs, what is a quick start? See, it's Not uh, 0 for I, I, 3 I, with a sack. I, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, I always look at this right here. I'm sitting there saying, okay. They, we went in there, out. They went in there, out. We went. And as long as it was going like that, I was telling Sam, I was, I was there, you know whoever scored first got a great chance of winning now because the defenses are playing it tight. Nobody's going to loosen up until somebody score. Then the second part of the chess match start, you know, because now their defense had to make adjustments. They didn't – They didn't. That, that great catch, they hadn't seen Gallup make that great catch. We've seen it. Uh, sporadically. Like saying, it feels like it's been yeah, a while. It's been a while, but he's made those type of catches. And I think he hears the thing like, wow, people ain't giving me mine. He made the catch. He went up for his quarterback and made the catch. He has always been able, before the injury, to go up and make that play for Dak. Right. Just when we thought it was over, that sideline catch or that deep slant, he would make that catch contested mm-hmm. and start the rally. He did it again yesterday. That was another indicator, like, wow. And then when they scored, and then they came back and couldn't score. See, I, people, people went crazy about the missed kick. I'm like, uh-uh, we scored first. You missed the big picture. We scored first. <laughs> and that's why I think we all, everybody relies so heavily on your knowledge of the game because you've seen in playoff games where you, uh, the offense has a lull, where it's not your stars that makes yeah. uh, make a, a big play. It's a guy like Kevin Martin. It's a guy yeah. like Kevin Williams. Yeah. It's a guy that does something in a possession situation, uh, a guy that you may not be looking for. And it's not that we're not looking for Michael Gallup to make any plays. It's just that the plays have not been there for him to make right. this season. Right. That's why having a playmaker in this this particular setting makes more sense because that ball comes out of Dak's hands and you're like, man, that's a lollipop. <laughs> right, right, you know? right, right, right. Whoa, I'm glad you went up and got that because that's an ugly ball. Right. And, and, and Troy Aikman even talks about how nervous Dak looked at the beginning of that game. Yeah. He didn't look like he was on. It looked like it was about to be one of those yeah. Dak games. And yeah. as you said from the beginning, 
it just slowly started to click, and he just calmed down and got to within himself. But Michael Gallup, we all know, is fully capable of making those plays, and that's why when the whole Odell Beckham and bringing in other guys, you're asking yourself, well, damn. Yeah. What's up with MGZ? Because we've seen him toast guys, you know, take the top off of defenses and make very difficult plays. To see him play like he did yesterday, it's just just reassuring and makes you say, all right, I remember that guy, but we're going to have to get that same guy at Levi. Yeah. See, <laughs> Levi. This is the thing that we do as Cowboy fans is all we can think about was Evans, we can think about – uh, Julio Jones, the other the other number, number 14, the nice wide yeah. receiver. That's all God we can win. think about. God. And we forgot C.D. Lamb went from uh, maybe out of 32 star receivers, he's probably 20 yeah. with into five games. <laughs> right. In five games a season. But six games, starting at the sixth game, he don't push himself up to a top six receiver in receptions, in yardage, in yak runs, in yeah. touchdowns. And people say, I don't know if he's a second, uh, second team all pro. Well, you know what, brother? It don't matter what you think. It matters what those boys over yeah. there think. Yeah, We you saw him. Pro- he became a number one yes. receiver this year. We yes. saw that progression. And now, and I'm going to say this with my heart. Now we went out and got a receiver that somebody has to respect. And that was T.Y. And every time he makes a catch, it is something special. All that stuff we was getting before, nothing against Mr. James Washington, but come on, man. They had us believing that this was the next coming of something special. Right. You know, and maybe the injury slowed him <laughs> down, but I'm just telling you, but, you know, I'm being honest. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm just being honest, yeah. man. No, and T.Y., T.Y. to me, no matter what, what, this, what the Cowboys needed in the wide receiver room was an influence. Yeah. And it yes. wouldn't have mattered if they would have gone with Eldell Beckham or T.Y. Hilton. They needed a guy to come in and influence these young guys. And I just go back to last year. Last I'm year. I'm to cut you off. Go ahead, bro. I'm about to cut you off. We didn't need, we didn't need Odell. But what you, yeah. the guy you're talking about now, is who we needed. I don't know Odell, and 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 Broadus loves him and thinks he's a great guy. But the first thing we heard about T.Y. Hilton was not his speed, not not his catching ability. The first thing we heard was he's been a positive in the locker room. I heard mm-hmm. that first. Right. And so now, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. And, and so just just to piggyback off what you're saying, and when I say influence, these we have to remember that C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup are very young guys. Yeah, it may not have been, and I'm not saying that Amari Cooper is not a superstar, but these guys are trying to figure out how to be a superstar in this league. Right. And right. so when you have situations where it's all situational awareness, you know that you can't run that post play the same way that you would in zone versus man. And having a guy that's been there, that's done that, that can point that out, I think that's the difference in the influence that I'm talking about. Right. Right, now, right. outside of the locker room, all this <laughs> yeah. other stuff, I don't know. I'm just talking about, yeah. hey, young fella, you can't run full speed into that safety. You may want to break it down just a little bit so Dak can find you. Just the little things that you've seen at the beginning of the season, that CD wasn't making those adjustments. And that, they, those were causing uh, turnovers. So T.Y. Hilton's influence yes. on this receiving group, I think, is immense. Uh, just the way that I see this – since he's come on in the way that CeeDee Lamb has has responded. But, man, I can't and argue with him. And our head coach uh-huh. and offensive coordinator. We got to take a break. Together. Okay. We got to take uh, a break, man. Let's stay. Chris is going to get man. mad at us. Yeah, yes, come on, Chris. Come on. <laughs> All right. This, this segment, second segment, was brought to us by Blockchain. When we get back, I know we've, we're just on offense, but we got to talk a little defense. Yes. Get out of here. Come Let, on, you know, man. Found Micah Parsons, you know. 
talk about office. Superman was man. back. We haven't talked about um, you know, you're gonna have to wait for that. We gotta talk Michael Parsons of defense. So. Let's take a back <laughs> let's take a break. We'll be right back on hanging with the boys. Right, man. Come on now. Big big Hankins plate. Hey Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back on hanging with the boys. Brought to you by Wingstop. I'm Kurt Daniels. Heckman Harrison here with us today, and Nate Newton. Ben, we've been talking a lot of offense. Let's give the defense a little bit of love here. And before we get to the main man, Micah Parsons, I gotta ask: Was Hankins and Vanderesh the difference in this game? When boy came up with a sack. Big Hank. Big Stang and Hank came up with a sack. Were you bro. surprised the impact they both had after being out the last few games? Man, that's I, I was you know what? I wasn't surprised. I knew that the interior of this defense needed Hankins. Uh Hankins and Watkins together are a force in the we middle. We talked about Watkins. Yeah. yeah. We, they are a force in the middle. So when I saw the inactives, Big Nate, I was not surprised. I, really? I was. You weren't. I were I was wow. not surprised. Because also I saw Chauncey Golston in those last couple of right. contests. You start seeing ninety nine doing right. the right things, taking on those double teams. He even had a block a ball, yeah. batted the ball down. That's what Dan Quinn is looking for, that relentless pass rush. But, man, I was so – really, I was just more proud of the way these guys played in the interior. Yes, yes. LVE's presence back on this defense is – Oh my God, man! Just lining dudes up. Yes, you can't. You know, getting guys going forward. Yeah, but one of his better games in coverage. It looked like a couple. You you know what, man? So I'm gonna tell you something, man. You know, hanging with them boys. That's up. That's up. That's up. That's y'all, man. man. They were hanging yesterday, bro. 
Well, it was good to see uh, Parsons find his burst again, right? You know, me and this gentleman right here, boy, we go back and forth about yeah. Micah all the time. But did Micah just play? No, 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 don't cut yeah. me off. <laughs> don't cut me <laughs> Don't cut me off, Nate. Because you know what? You have to find, you have to get him in rhythm. And you have to not relegate him to one side of the ball over another. So, huh? yes, yes, huh? you can't relegate him to one side of the ball. You have to move him around. You have to keep the offensive line guessing. And Dan Quinn did a really good job uh, of that yesterday. The way that they handled things in coverage, I thought was yes. look. They they gave up a lot of let's let's not hey they gave up some yards in the past game, but they contained. 20 to 20. There's a bend but don't break style. And when they needed to make a play to get them off the field, they did exactly that. It was a Marvel movie called Wolverine. Yes. And I think it was Wolverine, the origin of Wolverine, where he started at and how he became Wolverine. And the uh, mad scientist, you know, who put in, put in all this Animating. in his, body. Still yeah, in his body. Yeah. Okay, him and his brother had the same type powers except Wolverine had that steel in him. You know, he made this dude. And that and, and I look at Michael Parson as that dude. He the just, newer he, version? No, no, he would disappear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would swing at him, and he would disappear. Yeah, they yeah. would never know where he was coming mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And, but eventually they cut his head off because they ain't going to cut Mike's head off. Uh-oh. But anyway, he was moving around. And that's how I, when I see Parsons, I want him to always – be coming from the middle of the defense. I want him to always be standing up. Now, he used to do that with LT a lot when yeah. I played back in the day. And sometimes LT will be – everybody will break the hull and LT will be standing in the middle of the field. <laughs> Bro, you know what that does to quarterbacks? You know what Fair. that does to offensive linemen? Because the first thing they're going to say is, hey, strength to, strength to number 11, and then number 11 walk over here. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. How's going to be the number 11 you still got a backer standing right there? <laughs> you, then you have to switch up. The quarterback, come on, man. That's no. what I was trying to get you to see. No, I just – I'm still impressed by you giving the D.C. comments. Is D.C. comments? I, I mean, you're the last <laughs> yeah, dude out there yeah, going to a Wolverine, you know what I mean? Man. Come on, man. You got to know he's a marvel. And, you know, like like I tell it, people, don't get Superman mixed up. He's D.C. Is it Marvel? Okay, that. my bad. You right? <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah, who is Aquaman? Oh, that's the D.C. Batman, my, my fault. Yeah. My fault. But no, he was such a uh, superhero <laughs> He learned something new about the big fella. Yeah, you know, just let him talk long enough. It's just – no, man, you – you're, you're so right, especially with, you know, trying to keep him healthy throughout the season. They may have failed at that in a number of ways because, look, you needed him. Yeah. You needed him so much. Yes. You needed his pass rush. You needed that pressure. It's just his influence on that defensive line. You see guys like Dorrance Armstrong just come alive yes. with him on the field. And, look, we talked at the, the, the end of last season. So much was going to be made about how do you do, get reshape this defensive line Randy Gregory, that contract. I'm telling y'all guys, it was addition by subtraction, mm-hmm. and you've got the better group right now. And these guys are playing like it. If they could pack, if they can do that, what they did versus Tampa Bay next week, a versus a rookie quarterback. He is still a rookie quarterback. They are going to have to force Mr. Purdy into some bad decisions. They got to make it ugly for him. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, and I know we're jumping the gun short week, but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If ever more that you have to stop the run, if any point oh, in this yeah. season, if you do not stop the run, you can forget about it. Because 
Now Purdy has no pressure on him. He has not faced any pressure. He didn't have a good first half uh, last week, but they continue to run the ball. That kid they went and got from 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 McCaffrey. From, oh, <laughs> yeah. McCaffrey's different. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got to give him. That's a bad man. Yeah. No, he. he, he more that's than a bad. Oh, that's a bad man. He worry you more than Samuel. Um, yeah, I say equally as much. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't you, you do that. <laughs> do you Don't mean? you disrespect that band like that. Debo Samuels is in a class all by himself. Yeah. And then just a little bit above him is this kid McCaffrey. I'm, mm. I'm telling you, just a little bit above. Because Debo is a wide receiver that can play running back. This kid is a running back that can play wide receiver. But Debo... They can they can say oh he's wide wide receiver we're gonna play him as a wide receiver he's uh, not a number one but almost there but McCaffrey he was like a young Zeke mm-hmm. you was regardless you could be you can be on your own twenty you can be on their on your own twenty and they still if they saw Zeke in the backfield the oh, the line was gonna be packed it could be third and five the line was gonna be packed that's how it is for McCaffrey you what you gonna play him with a safety no. A corner? No. What you gonna play him with? You almost got to double team this kid. He he is like that. He he is the reason that the kid that got hurt, not the first kid, but uh the uh which one? The back the, the quarterback that was starting before Purdy. Oh uh Garoppolo Garoppolo, Garoppolo wasn't killing it. Mm-hmm. He came in there, they started killing it. Yeah. He is the only reason if they did not have this kid. And just put Debo back to what she was doing. Ain't nobody panicking, bro. Mm. I promise you, ain't nobody panicking. But by being able to do what you can do with Debo and bringing this beast, bro, go back, go look at the film. Let it show you. Now you know I'm looking at the film, OG Nate, and I'm not gonna argue with you about this. Now you, we're, gonna, we're splitting hairs right now, and I'm not gonna do it. Okay, I'm not gonna do it because that's how, if that's how you feel about him. Then yeah. I feel like that too. All right. He, he, All I'm saying me. when I look at both of those guys together, you're athletic. Hey, I'm just looking. I'm looking at when I look at Debo. I see a guy that's. Undersized for the, right. the way that they use him. Right, right. I right. saw Evening versus Seattle. Right. They saw he started making those plays in between the tackle. Yes. And that's the difference between him and McCaffrey. McCaffrey is a guy that can get you on the outside and baptize you right. like that. He's a guy that you just talked about as a mismatch for anybody that you put on him. He can play true slot receiver if you want to. Him and Debo can play together. Right. They're interchangeable with the exception of Debo can get you the tough yards. Debo Bro. can also take you, the top off. You better, you better take, go back and watch him. I am, Nate. Like I said, I'm not you better watch I'm splitting hands from a hairless uh, man you right better now. Watch I ain't, Bro, I ain't you know what? It. I know we should be breaking this down tomorrow. Uh, yep, the next yep, day. Yep. Yeah. You need to come on back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You need to come on we back. We got to go. We got to go. Chris, go well. Yeah. Go well. It's time. Hey, you it's know, we only got 45 minutes. It's his show. We just can't talk. Well, you can stay. I got other work to do. You can stay. Who on your show today? Man, you know the You got a full house? All of us. Okay, you okay? You got a full house. I've been saying, oh, no, nah, oh, what's going on? Yeah. in here. Yeah. Sit down. No, nah, man, I, nah, I ain't gonna do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my blood pressure going up. Yeah. I'm so hyped. Oh, I'm a hype with these cowboys. <laughs> Look at I walk around bullying all day, hanging, <laughs> hanging, boy. You need to warn your with wife. The, with the you tall get socks on. You need to warn your wife. <laughs> Hey, All man, right. you were walking bow-legged yesterday? <laughs> yes, sir. You weren't hanging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to yes, get out of here. This has been fun. Um, Heckma, thank you for sitting in. No, Always no fun doubt, to have no you doubt, on. man. No Nate, doubt. 
I know Nate and I will be here tomorrow. I don't know if Nate's, if uh, Jesse's back or Heckman's here. Who knows? Yeah. But hanging with the boys will be here in one way Jesse or the other. Jesse ain't got nothing to say. He's going to be quiet yeah. the rest of the week. Chris, thank you for uh, tweaking and turning the dials back there. Uh, was a Brother Willie, Brother bro Willie, Will, Willie, yeah. bro William, Jazz. thank you for getting us on. Jazz, always Jazz. appreciate your help. And thank you to all of you for listening to us. I'm about to start crying. I'm so you know, excited. I'm Kurt. This is Nate. <laughs> I'm so this excited up in here, man. We are hanging with the boys. Hanging with we your boys. <laughs> yes. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!